Welcome. How's it going, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> we are coordinated as ever, professional. Uh, this is Karen. This is Bonnie, and I'm watching Karen coming to you from a car. I know. I have to be in the car because my husband doesn't like when I talk loud <laughs> in the house. No, I'm at, I'm at my... <laughs> I met a relative, so I'm like, I'm going to be in the garage for a bit. And uh, that's all we're going to say about that. What's that term that that ladies use when they're talking about their husband? Um, it's like an initial, uh, like um, not significant other, but. Oh, yeah. Um, it's um, D-H, dear husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I kept what? reading. P-O-S? I okay. don't know, not POS. <laughs> Point of sale. Well, there was this whole, like, blog era where everyone did that, and it took me a while to figure it out that it was, yeah, DH was dear husband and DD, dear daughter, and all that bullshit. So I'm sweating in this garage, but fortunately, I have our merch on, which is so cute. It says... <laughs> I spent my tithe on this. So here's a plug for our merch. It um, it supports us, and it puts it in the face of your relatives. So we have uh, things with a cute little cartoon Eve where she's like, yeah, blame me for everything. Sure, and I'm going to take a shit on you now. Um, and we have And she's baking everything. an apple pie. She is. So she's like, how you like them apples? I did not put that on the merch. That would have been good. Um, but, yeah, we have cute merchandise, and it's for a limited time. So go ahead and go to our website, deconversiontherapypodcast.com, and click on Shop. And all the designs can be put on different things. So if you see the one that talks about, you know, that you went to church and all you came out with was religious trauma, you can get that on a mug or a drinking bottle or an apron or a sticker that you put on your <laughs> cute little laptop. A sticker and that you put on your shirt when you go to the Southern Baptist Convention. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then there's also the bumper sticker that says, Honk if you lost Jesus. So go check out the merch, and then when you're at our website, you can also send in your true funny story. We read it on letter sodes, um, and the, you can click to go right to the Apple Podcasts, and please review and rate, and, you know, follow us on all the social media, and etc. and done with, with housekeeping. And apparently reminding people to rate is is actually effective, according to Nicole Sachs, whose podcast I listen to religiously, wink, um, because she said the one time that she forgot to ask people, <laughs> she noticed that she she went down in ratings and reviews. So it's it's um, it's especially helpful to us, too, because with Karen posting things on TikTok, it has reached the group of people who believe that they are giving us bad ratings in the name of Jesus. Correct, because there's no Christian love like Christian hate. That's the saying. I'm positive. Um, but So a little background, because we do have a lot of new followers. Uh, we are both 21, 5'8", 
And um, but we we're coming from two different states. I'm in Tennessee. Bonnie's in South Florida, but we both grew up in South Florida and we've known each other since we were one year old. And we went to church a million times all day, whole, all night. Yeah. Yes. The whole college, week thing. The Sunday cetera. morning, the Sunday school, the Sunday afternoon spent with the church friends on the beach. And then mm-hmm. church and then dinner after church. Exactly. And it all started we did up again on that. Wednesday. It it was yeah, and then we went to Christian school the whole time, except for high school, which I thought was demonic. So yeah, um, yeah. but growing up in South Florida, this would be seventies, eighties, nineties. Is it, it's even more unique than it is right now. Um, well, and now the world is just connected with yeah, uh, you know, with the a minute. Of, of lag time from when somebody gets arrested for doing something stupid to when yeah. some kind of uh, site is going to publish it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we just, uh, we had Ted Bundy there in the um No, I will say Flor- Florida will attract criminals because I think that they're thinking two steps ahead as in, if I have to sleep in my car on the lamb, I'm not going to freeze. And if I need to escape by boat or <laughs> right. swim, it's absolutely definitely true. So, yeah. So Bonnie and I both grew up there and her grandparents lived on the end of the street of where I was. And we would say, I'll meet you at the dump, which was really just tr- a pile of leaves in someone's yeah. yard. It but, was yeah. where the <laughs> it was where the um we called it the trash pile, but there was no trash in there. No, no. I no. mean, we ruled that street first of all. Uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so there were thirteen boys on our street, including my brother. They were all older. They all ran all over the place, and Bonnie and I would just you know maybe spy on them, maybe get a rock thrown at us. It, we would just hide in the house and watch sitcoms pretty much but (laughs) well I can tell you this much um growing up down here I remember vowing to myself I will never be back here because it is hot and humid and just disgusting (laughs) unless you like that kind of thing (laughs) right and that's what a lot of people will tell me who moved down here and now I'm in real estate and they're like oh I love it warm like this I'm like All right. Okay. But I remember the day that I was hitting a golf club at, you know, miniature golf and my hair was long and it got stuck under my armpit and I couldn't swing. (laughs) And I was like, that's it. (laughs) This is disgusting. Um, And I remember at our high school reunion, like I'd go to tuck my hair behind my ear and I was there like 30 minutes because, of course, they held it outside because that's so tropical. And I went to tuck my hair behind my ear in my hair. My hand stopped about four inches higher than it usually did because totally expanded. Yeah, Yeah. I, I couldn't be able to handle it. I came back for somebody's wedding and met up with a friend of ours from college. And I hadn't been back in maybe eight years. 
So I'm driving down and I got out at the turnpike rest stop and I was just met with this whoosh of heat like I hadn't felt. And I looked around, just the lighting is different down here. It's just this bizarre technicolor brightness and um, my head was on fire (laughs) and I was only coming from Georgia. It wasn't even that far, but it's it's definitely different down here. Well, the last time we went down, uh, my daughter and I were in a pool, and one of the famous Florida lightning storms happened. And you just don't get those other places. Yeah. And the lightning just exploded, and we both screamed and ran out of the pool. (laughs) But when I was growing up, I had a trundle bed that was made out of fake brass. I don't know. And... You know, every time you sat on it, it was a symphony of noises. But I pulled out the trundle bed and I would sleep there. And not only would I have to have, like, the sheet up around my neck, because I was already scared of demons by that age, but I would put all my tennis shoes on my bed, holding down my sheet, in case lightning struck me, because that was the thing (laughs) that rubber would you know, dispel it or protect you or whatever the heck. Nope. You know, the only nope. reason that they gave you a bed that was so loud was in the event that you grew up into a teenager who had boys over. Like, uh, that oh, would be, we're going to hear that bed. That would be nice, Bonnie, if I was allowed to have boys in in the hallway that led to my bedroom. Not allowed <laughs> at all. So that was... Very smooth. Yeah, I would be like, can I take blah blah in my room just to show them around? Leave the door open, be back in two minutes. So I would be like, here, come to the room. And they'd be like, oh, that's big. No, that's my brother's. Keep walking. Oh. (laughs) And then I would show them my little pod. And that would take about two minutes. The size difference was pretty... Um, noticeable. Yours had to be about a quarter of the size. It was just, yeah, there was, there's nothing. Um, yeah, that's it. But growing up in Florida, so Bonnie and I, uh, we went to the same elementary and we were, we were just, we were our own little group. Like, People would run around during P.E. for the fun of it and race each other. And we were like, "That's that doesn't look fun and recessy." That <laughs> was fun. We would hang upside down from, you know, some bars, monkey bars. And if I was allowed to have pockets, things would have fallen out. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> and we'd be like, ooh, look at that. Um But, yeah, we, like, lived in our own fantasy world, and we just, you know, I I think our goal was always laughing. It just always was. That was my currency. Yeah, we couldn't understand people that weren't spending their free time doing that. It was weird. Yeah. Um, All right, so we're getting (laughs) to Florida pastors, if you don't, haven't picked up on it. So now we are combining the idea of anything goes plus religion plus no state income tax 
just mixed up in a brew of hellish soup. Yeah, and I suppose they think there are a lot of people down here to save and witness to, so maybe that's what they think or they use as an impetus to come down. I don't know. I think it's what you said. They just, they're like, if I'm going to do it somewhere, I'm doing it where it's warm. They're fine. I mean, how many times are people not going to come to church and tithe because there's a blizzard? So I think they're, you know, wow, they're loving it. They're living it and they're laughing at it. You put a great graphic up on the document that we share. I made about it. Florida pastors. You did not make that. Yes. Yeah, I put this graph that I found. Who knows where? I forget. But it's the salary of Florida pastors, and it and it has a little, you know, curve, so it shows the median. The median is unbelievable. So about 10% of pastors make 62000 but the median is $95,000 a year, which I think is incredibly high for that to be the average Thinking about how many tiny churches there would be? Well, especially if they don't have to buy their house. Right, right. If it comes with a parsonage or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, that's just, that's unbelievable. Plus, they get all the perks. I mean, everyone would shuffle to try and see who could take the pastor and his family out on Sundays you know, for lunch. And I'm sure they did it in the evening. And people would bring food over to their house all the time, which still happens now, because that's how you show love. I suppose if you're a pastor, you don't have the knee-jerk reaction to that that I do of like, my God, do I have to eat with these people again? Oh, I would think they do. I mean, I would think some do, especially the spouses and the kids. That would be the real pain in the ass where you're like, shit. And we've had a lot of preacher's kids following us and finding each other um, because, yeah, there are so many layers to all of it. And I'm sure having to go out to Red Robin and smile and listen to boring ass stuff that people talk about kissing the ass of your pastor father must just be terrible. And how interesting could the conversation be? Because you're kind of always on your, you're minding your P's and Q's with your pastor because you don't want them to think that you're ungodly. Right, right. So I'm sure there's a lot of, you know, humble bragging about your family and then, uh, you know, maybe asking about a Bible verse or two. But (laughs) anyway. Um, Wait, there's, there's a part in that graphic that I like. Um, and I'm going to read a little bit of it. It says the average pastor salary is ninety four thousand. The range more than okay. that. Salary I, I put ranges ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> salary ranges can vary widely depending on the city and many other important factors, including education, certifications, additional skills, and the number of use number of years spent. <laughs> what are additional skills? <laughs> Tap dancing. Um, Well, I need to know this. What does a pastor put on his resume as additional skills? 
I I don't know, but we have a resume for part of this today, so we'll look at it and we'll try and find out what that would mean. But I assume it's sort of like Lizzo, who can also play the flute, that maybe it's like, I can it's also double as... classes. Improv right. classes. <laughs> yeah. Or I can also grow a beard. I don't know what it would be, but it's something <laughs> miming. We're going to highlight some Florida pastors today, and um, you all can sit back and enjoy. I think I'm, I'll talk about first the most recent one that was in the news, and <clears throat> I love the headline because it says Christian pastor, which I don't know how many other types of pastors there are, but it says Christian pastor who stormed the Capitol is turned into the FBI by his own parishioner. So some guy named James <laughs> Cusick, uh, it looks like Cusack, but it's not, Junior, and he's the founder and pastor of Global Outreach Church in Melbourne, Florida, or Melbourne. Uh, he was arrested recently along with his son, who is the vice president, <laughs> Casey. Okay, I want to stop there. So the fucking founding of churches is insane just the i have nothing in my arsenal of beliefs that at all corresponds with the millions of churches on earth so i've got to start one yeah and <laughs> guess what i think i should just be the pastor of it and guess what <laughs> i think my son should be vice president are there vice presidents of churches? Apparently. Yeah. But but so many so many children seem to follow the parents and it makes me think, um, what are they not interested in anything else? That family business or yeah, I I don't know. And they probably see how much attention the parent gets with those Red Robin trips, and they're like, this seems good. I don't really have to do much schooling, and people will do anything I say. I don't know. It seems a lot like the acting profession where, you know, oh, Melanie Griffith's mom was Tippi Hedren, and her child is Dakota Johnson. And so, hey, mom had it pretty good. And it's just right. what you said. Like, oh, I get some good attention from this. I'm pretty charismatic. And I'll just keep going. Yeah. So they were arrested. And what was interesting when it says that the person who turned him in was in the congregation, it says um, that James Cusack Jr. was turned in by someone in his congregation who was also arrested. Yeah. So obviously they have this guy in a room and they're <laughs> talking deals and right. he just is. Like, forget it. If I'm going down, I'm taking him with me. (laughs) My idiot pastor who convinced me that, you know, all this shit is true. I'm turning him in. I'm just a follower. I'm just... (laughs) I'm just an innocent. I'm a follower. (laughs) (laughs) And they're going to be putting the same... Detention, jail, prison, right. and I can just imagine what the church the services 
<laughs> they got demerits. Oh, my God. Um, do you want me to tell about... Okay, so the couple that I was looking up information on, I'll tell you about the least interesting one first. Well, don't don't sell it like that. No. But. <laughs> so Karen put together some links on Florida people. And on this one guy that I looked up, she just labeled him car guy, which I thought was funny. <laughs> because I looked up the story... So here's who he is. It's Rich Wilkerson Jr. And the junior is there because there is a senior. And senior runs a big mega church in Miami. So junior is a celebrity pastor of, um, do you know what this is called? A, a celebrity pastor? Yeah. What do you mean? Do you know what he's a celebrity pastor of? The Vu Church. Oh. And that's Vu, you that, ask? Yeah, it's that short, definitely sounds like it's short a fancy rendezvous. Out- oh, gross. Yeah. It sounds like a, a fancy, overpriced, you know, vodka or bar <laughs> that's got a lot of neon lights. Okay. Sure. The Vu. Um Okay, so Vu was spun out of Trinity. I guess that's his dad's church in 2015. It started as a young adult and youth ministry program. Here we go. Um, Within Trinity called The Rendezvous, later shortened to The Vu. So gross. (laughs) I know. And um, out in Malibu, they always call Malibu The Boo, which always sickened me too. So it reminded me of that. I'm sure when they do, are you going to the VU, they hold up two fingers to do a V. <laughs> the VU. <laughs> and then they put their tongue in the middle of the two fingers and make the international That's what style. they do. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you, uh, uh, never mind, I'll stop there. So, so okay, this guy has has blossomed into quite the intern or the well-known celebrity pastor, so much so that he officiated at Kim and Kanye's wedding. Oh, really? Yep. And he hosted one of those Sunday services that they had here in Miami before the Super Bowl. Um, So this is Rich Wilkerson Jr. And the picture on what I clicked was some video. The the still picture is great because, first of all, here's what I'm looking at, a grown man in a tank top. That always cracks me (laughs) up. (laughs) So um, it's an NBA-sanctioned tank top, so it's mesh, and it's not just your tank top. So uh, in the picture, I don't know if you can see it, but on his ring finger, he has a tattoo and I do not believe that those are the initials of his wife, for they are the initials J.C. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, I could be yeah. wrong, but I don't know. I think I can read letters sometimes. <laughs> um, so, so Karen, okay, this, this is funny because Karen put car guy because his car was stolen out of his driveway. And... He posted on Instagram and reached out to the thieves and said, now, listen, I will not pay you. You did steal my car, but if you turn yourself in for three months, I'm going to intern you. I'm going to let you intern for our church and mentor you. And I actually believe if you give us three months of your life, 
your life will change. You'll be on a much, much better path. And I think you can take this really bad thing that happened and we can turn it into a good thing, which is kind of a neat idea. You mean a good, nope. I hated it. That's why I put him in here. No, what he is getting (laughs) is he's getting free slave labor. From these people, and it's just going to get more newspaper articles. It's only for the benefit of them to say, look what we did, and then parade that guy around. Well, I don't think they ever showed up. They found the car. No, I think they they were smart enough to be like, nope, no. I can see the guys who stole it going, oh, Fuck. (laughs) We had to steal the car (laughs) of some religious guy. Now he wants us to come hang out with him at church and be in some kind of, you know, uh, documentary on a feel-good TV show. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're going to put us in the handbell choir, and then we're just going to, or the puppet ministry. The puppet, oh, don't laugh at that. what they would do. Don't laugh I at will. that. I will. I did the puppet ministry. You have to have a really <laughs> strong lo- thumb. <laughs> <laughs> well, these guys, I'm sure, were smart enough to just be like, one, I, how do I trust them? If I come forward, it doesn't mean the cops aren't going to arrest me because I'm not right, an idiot. Right. And then, you know, the whole thing of they are using me as, quote, token criminals which churches love to do because everyone who came, you know, and did the whole rounds at our church were always like dramatic. Either they were a celebrity. I'm looking at you, Lisa Welchel from Facts of Life. Or, or they had a really they dramatic. They were missing limbs. Yes. Oh. <laughs> they yep. had a really they, dramatic. Yeah. There um, was. What's that called? Testimony. Testimony. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, that's just they're just going to use him or them for whatever they want. So good on also, you. Also, in researching this guy, the thing that I think is funny is he thinks he looks like Leonardo DiCaprio. He says that of himself. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> oh, great. There was an article on him in Esquire where they talked about the Leonardo DiCaprio worship. So he does realize that he's comparing himself to someone that is known in Hollywood as being part of the Pussy Patrol and the Welcoming Committee, which is, you know, him and a few others who are always dating anyone new um, in Hollywood. So good, good comparison, Pastor. You're doing well. Yeah, my brush with Leonardo DiCaprio is when I was interning as... Was he welcoming you to Hollywood? (laughs) No, because I was a smidgen older. I was interning at Corey Feldman's father's management company, which is in quotes. I know. I love Go back a few episodes to hear that story. I am intrigued. (sighs) And so one night they were all getting ready to go to some, you know, young Hollywood event. And Leonardo DiCaprio was just one of the kids who was on Growing Pains who showed up to go with whatever kid we had in management there. So uh, that's my big story. 
Was Jason Bateman there? Oh, if only. No. no. He was then always funny. He was always too good for that. Yeah, yeah. He is. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to tell you about Mark Grennan. So one of our followers on Instagram who is fantastic and is always sending me uh, great DMs with all the latest news sent me this. And it's a bit of an older story as in last year and a bit this year, but I had never heard of it. So there was a quote pastor named Mark Grennan. And wait, I wait, can I interrupt? He, is he yeah. related to Mark Picken? That's not funny. That took me a while, and I regret thinker. <laughs> how long it took me. Um, so Mark Grennan, and I should, I was going to write down where these were, and I think this guy, I think this was like Bradington area, explains a lot. But he started a church called Genesis 2, and the thing about it was, it was really just a way to sell his miracle mineral solution. So here we have another pastor who thinks he has some weird solution that is going to cure everything. And he said it cures cancer, COVID, of course, and autism. You can spray it on you. You can drink it. You can put it in. Uh, one of those humidifiers so that it goes everywhere or whatever the opposite of a humidifier is. And you mean like one of those things that spreads scent around a Marriott hotel? Yes. Oh, one okay. of those things. But this was to get around the FDA. So he wasn't selling it. He was only taking donations for it. And yeah. it was being, quote, marketed as a sacrament. And so he's like, you know what, government, you have no say because we're a church and this is a sacrament and ha ha. So he and his three sons, which, you know, we've got a lot of juniors and seniors and all that shit in here and it's bad. He and his three sons were making it in their backyard and it's chlorine <laughs> dioxide. That's, that's where all the good medicine comes from. <laughs> from backyards. <laughs> so... You know, chlorine dioxide has hospitalized more than 16,000 people in the last few years. And this whole idea of, you know, basically drinking bleach is ridiculous and harmful and all that. But he was being looked at and looked into. And then all of a sudden, a SWAT team <laughs> came out of the air upon his... Uh, land in Bradenton and only two of his sons were there, but they were arrested. And it's under a program that the government runs called Operation Quack Hack, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> so he was still not captured, but he and his third son were found in Colombia and they were captured there and they were extradited back to the good U.S. But no, Mark was not worried because he had written letters and he's like, I'm not worried because I have letters written to Trump and Barr and I think they're going to get me out. So <laughs> ha ha on you. Um and at the point when COVID was going, they were making like over 100000 a month on this oh shitty God. stuff. 
And when they were being captured and, you know, accused and all that, he thought it would be okay to also uh, threaten the judge and the attorney. And he said, by the end of this, they're going to be in jail. And the FB, FDA is going to disassemble. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. So at what point does making 100000 a month that you can collect and save money and stockpile that money give you the freedom to do all these things? Like maybe a couple months in jail, that's fine if you've got a lot of bank. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with the money or anything. Um, I do know that they were starting to franchise and they were holding conferences in like a compound in Dominican Republic. And here's the crazy thing. They would charge $1,500 for each attendee to stay for 10 days and they would, you know, say, okay, you mix this with bath water to treat skin conditions. Um, You put it in a foot bath for foot fungus. You spray it on your face, Bonnie, to treat that skin cancer. Um, And it, you know, does all these things, which is ridiculous. Um, But they trained 178 ministers from 49 countries. Trained. Exactly. (laughs) To take this shit back and pretty much kill everyone else, you know. So um, they held seminars in 20 countries, including, you know, Britain, of course, Ireland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand. I mean, this was a an operation that was happening. Yeah. It's insane. But they've got, I suspect they have fuck you money to where they can land in jail, pay some fines, and then go back to their pile of money. Yeah, I guess so. And, I mean, what they should, the punishment should be that they need to take that medicine every day (laughs) and bathe in it and spray it in their mouth like banaca. Take the medicine, give the money back. I'm telling you, like, it's so dangerous and how they got around it and all these things. Um, But it's Florida, so he probably bought a boat and they're probably going to have an escape plan soon. There you go. Yep. Who knows how long it's going to be? I think they are still waiting, um, <laughs> you know, COVID and all that for whatever their trial is going to be. But burn in hell, dude. <sighs> Who have well, you got? What other Florida great? <laughs> all right. First of all, this guy and his Wikipedia page looks like um, a little bit of a fallen on hard times uh, Walter Matthau. <laughs> When, when he was still alive. <laughs> um, so this is Terry Jones. It says here in parentheses. So I know who he was. Big news. Really? Yeah, yeah. He would be on CNN and all these things a lot. Oh, well, I can see why. So here we go. I've just done the bullet points in the order that I think will make them most amusing. Um, Good. uh, You get pastor in parentheses next to his name. So he's an American anti-Islamic right-wing activist. That explains why he's on news shows. 
the pastor of Dove World Outreach Center, a small non-denominational Christian church located until July 2013 in Gainesville, Florida. By the way, okay, the middle all these of Florida. Who, yeah, all these churches that have the word "world" in it are corrupt as hell. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, and P.S., if you go to the middle of Florida, it's it's different. <laughs> You're not getting out. <laughs> okay. He was also president of a political group called Stand Up America Now. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay, it says he gained national and international attention in 2010 for his plan to burn Korans, the scripture of the Islamic religion. Just let other religions relige. I don't get it. Anyway, and they're not all I love fundamentalists. Like, but we're buying these Korans. So <laughs> they'll be so getting $7 on the, you know, yeah. Okay, here, here's where it gets more amusing to me. Self-declared independent U.S. presidential candidate, 2012 and 2016. That's right. That's when he started hitting the papers. <laughs> While living in Germany, Jones was fined $3,800 by a Cologne court for using the doctor title awarded with an honorary <laughs> degree from an unaccredited school. <laughs> That's oh, fantastic. hi, doctor. Can, can you help me laser these freckles off my face? <laughs> so we ran into <sighs> one of those sort of in my town, a woman who uses the word doctor, but then you look at her stuff and she she's pretty much saying that she uses doctor like people would use doctor of love. Okay, here's Good. my next favorite part. Jones relocated to Bradenton, Florida, breaking, <laughs> breaking with most of his, and get ready for it, breaking with most of his 15-member flock Holy at Dove <laughs> Outreach, but retaining his associate pastor, Wayne Sapp. In 2015... Nope, no one named Wayne. Don't do it. <laughs> right. Don't do it. Richard Wayne, Gary Wayne. Um, in 2015, Jones opened a Fry Guys gourmet fries stand at a mall in Bradenton, selling buffalo wings good. and speaking his mind until later in the week when a mall manager concerned about potential trouble requested him to stay <laughs> out of the mall, remove <laughs> photos of himself from the premises, <laughs> and take his name off what? police. <laughs> What what kind of photos did he put up in a mall? I know. <laughs> and then I like this at the end. He also owns a furniture moving company with his brother. His daughter from his first marriage has distanced herself from his beliefs <laughs> and practices. Oh, I bet. Oh, Florida. So I think, didn't that guy, I'm pretty sure he got arrested a few times. I mean, he was a real hellion literally, um, yeah. and just like a major uh, hate preacher. Yep, so. got to find an enemy. Yep, yep. For 15 people to follow you. 
that, oh my God, I had no idea I was 15. That's I don't know. That's ridiculous. what Wikipedia said, and I'm going to believe it. Sheesh. That Wikipedia page is just one hurtful, <laughs> jokey <laughs> insult after another. <laughs> I'm sure it's all wow. true. <laughs> I got two, and I, they're going to be really quick. Um, we have got to do Rick Wiles yeah, okay. on an episode by himself, but he's a kook and he, he deserves his own episode. But for now, I think a lot of people might know that he was the one famous for saying for over a year that COVID is from or being used by God to wipe out sinners, much like the flood, that there was only like 70% we're going to die, and only the righteous are going to be left. And then, of course, he was hospitalized for COVID last month. Um, <laughs> but it didn't kill him, so I guess he was right after all. That's right. Exactly. Only a month earlier, he had said in an interview that he wasn't going to be vaccinated because he believed vaccines were part of a mass death campaign. And uh, he added later, ironically, that the only good thing to come out of this mass conspiracy campaign about COVID, because, of course, first it was a hoax and it was being used by God. You know, he, he changed it? it up. I know exactly. Was that, quote, a lot of stupid people were going to be killed off. And let me say right now, <laughs> the people who are being infected with COVID right now, 99% of those are not people who are vaccinated. So, I mean, but he doesn't like math. But the craziest thing he said is, thanks to Jesus, I survived the CCP COVID genocide on the American people. And that refers to Chinese Communist Party. Oh. So the guy's just a wacko. But we're going to move on and finish this with <laughs> Jeff Countryman. So a former Cape Coral pastor was busted for stealing thousands of dollars from his congregation, or as they are wont to do. Uh, and so at 44, Jeff Countryman was investigated, and he had um, stolen more than $30,000 from Cape Christian Fellowship Church. Here's the kicker to me. So the person who's now the pastor who is there <laughs> said, I was disappointed that someone in that position would do that. No shit. No shit. But we don't like that it happened. We don't ever want it to happen again. And at the same time, we forgive him. This is why people get away with this. This stupid forgiveness thing. Because they forgave them to a point, this guy, that they didn't um, file charges. So that means that this Jeff Countryman asshole, all he's doing is he's going to be paying back the money. But you can go and find that he still has at Countryman Consulting or JeffCountryman.com. His resume is up. <laughs> Here's how to steal. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. But he says, as a leader, I'm, I'm a very strong, motivated, and organized individual. I bet you are. Yeah, I bet. 
Um, Just and not quite smart enough you know, to get he, away with it. My God. And he says, my priorities and passions are simple. God, family, church, golf, and working out. And stealing. Do not. Any pastor who loves to work out just shove that up. <laughs> but then what I love is that, you know, he will put in that, um, yeah, that he was a lead pastor and that he would, that he grew the church, but obviously he doesn't say why he left it. No, although he does. As, yeah. as we discussed in a previous episode, because they don't have an organization that keeps tabs on why people leave. Exactly. So when he talks about that he was the lead pastor of that church, yeah. he says under it, he said, you know, I led 52 employees. I grew attendance. He said, I restored a spirit of wholeness. And then he said, I reduced their debt by 700000 and increased giving by 68%. And he doesn't say, and then I stole <laughs> that 68%. So, so I kept it. <laughs> right. So the forgiveness thing just perpetuates that more people are going to get ripped off. And a lot of these could, of course, be retirees because it's Florida. How do I figure out how to do a scam that's not as evil, but still kind of like, well, caveat emptor? We've got to start our cult. And I think we should just go ahead and do it because people will just, (laughs) it's unbelievable. And we should definitely do it in Florida because that, that just seems like people are ripe and ready for some crazy shit. I'll tell you what they're ripe and ready for. There are a lot of people here with plenty of income and they don't have their grandkids here. So what they need to pay for is tech help. Someone who I know pays $100 an hour for a guy to come over and sit there next to her and she just looks at the computer. push, control, alt, delete. (laughs) So she looks at the computer and says, how do I do this? How do I do that? Can you fix yeah. my Amazon um, speaker for Alexa? Wow. Yeah. 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 So okay. Well, that's too much happy. work for me, though. But, yeah, we're, we're going to cash in on it somehow. I don't know. And then we could just keep making these podcasts of this scholarly information for everyone. Scholarly. Wow. Totally. Don't forget, I have an honorary doctor degree. <laughs> From McDonald's here in University. Hey. Uh, all right. Well, that's <laughs> From an our unaccredited show. University. Thank you. <laughs> From Trump University. That is our show for today. Um, we could go on with Florida pastors forever, but we're gonna pick another state soon. Yeah, uh, guess us, where? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Send us all your true fun stories. I'm gonna get out of this garage before I die. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, don't be a ship pile. Don't move to Florida. That's it. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Don't move to Florida. Bye.